Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Peace and power, people. Welcome to On Point Radio. Um, Excuse me, this is your host. One of your hosts for the evening, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. And online we have our other hosts, DJ Chell and Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That. Um, And tonight we're going to be discussing the fathers of hip-hop and their children. You know what I mean? Not fathers meaning who started hip-hop, but fathers meaning hip-hop artists who fathered children and influenced their children to want to be a part of what they're doing. You know what I mean? Or doing, following their lead and what they've done. So we want y'all to sit back, relax, and, you know, tune in and enjoy the show. You know what I mean? Um, that number is 724-444-7444. Then you dial <clears throat> the call ID, which is 143-339-POUND. Then you hit one pound if you just want to listen in. And you hit star eight if you want to, uh, you know, join the show. Go live on air. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. We back, CT. We back. Listen, um, it's 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 Father's Day week, so tonight we pretty much going in, you know, on the fathers of hip hop who had children, whose children went on to do things, either in a hip hop career, R and B, or acting, or whatever. And one of the people that you know we came up with was Ice Cube, because I'm sure everybody saw. Straight out of Compton. Heck of a movie. They did a hell of a job with it. And his son looked just like him and played the hell out of that role. Am I lying, y'all? I know y'all saw that movie, right? DJ Chill, Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That? Yeah. I know y'all saw Straight Out of Compton, right? More than once. Yeah. What what y'all think, man? Was it a good movie? Good movie. That's a classic. I mean, it had had my attention from day one since it was Ice Cube, so you know it had my daggone attention. Now, here's the thing. Ice Cube, you know, we all know started with NWA. NWA. You know, niggas with attitudes. And uh, it's fitting because later on in the show, we're going to talk about Eazy-E, who was an NWA, whose son now raps. And we're going, we're going to discuss a little bit about that later on in the show as well. You know what I mean? But Q was inspirational to a lot of people because he was actually doing a lot of the writing for a lot of the cats behind scenes. You know what I mean? And he was getting less of the check now. He went on to start writing scripts and doing movies like Friday and First Sunday. And, you know I mean, you know, he just he expanded his mind and, and, and expanded his growth. And at the same time, his children, he maintained that fatherhood of his children, and his son came up. And he made it. I don't know if you all know the story or heard the story, but I was watching the interview, and his son was like, my pop made me interview for that role. You know what I mean, so his so Q was basically teaching them and telling them right there, ain't nothing going to come to you off my name. You know what I mean, it can, but I don't want that. You want it, you got to go out there and get it. You know what I mean? I went out there and I got it, and that's what you got to do. You got to go out there and you got to get it. And that's pretty much what Q did this Sunday. And, and hence, you had a hell of a show straight out of conference. You know what I mean? It's definitely in my movie catalog. You know what I'm saying? Um, so tell me, what y'all think about, you know, um, Q and his son following his legacy? Because we're going to talk about Will Smith and his children, uh, Willow, who went on to sing, and partially at Gaten, who went on to, to act. You know what I mean? We're going to talk about Master P and Little Romeo, you know, um, who Little Romeo was out there rapping at one time but then went into acting. Um, we're going to talk about Russell, I mean, Run, Run, Reverend Run from Run DMC and, you know, his son, Diggy, who went on to rap, um, and his daughters who went on to become uh, reality show, you know, stars and brought out their own fashion line. We want, so we're going to talk about a lot of these cats who actually not just um, contributed to hip-hop, but they contributed to the fatherhood of the family. <clears throat> Meaning, <clears throat> excuse me, 
Ice Cube and his wife been together for forever. You know what I mean? Still together. And that's important in the structure of the black family. So give me y'all 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 uh take on, you know, Cube and how he's done with, you know, the um the the music to the family life and having his children, you know, uh pattern. He I mean he went on to have a, a TV sitcom. You know what I'm saying? And his children is watching all this. So that's very inspirational. What's your take? Uh, It's it's a thing of, you know what I mean? He put the work in, you know. And like you said, his wife wife was with him when he was going through the, the nonsense of, you know, NWA and going backwards and forwards, and even in the movie, they didn't really they touched on it, but they didn't go all in. Yo, he had a rough time getting a deal because they figured he wasn't good enough by himself, you know. And to have your woman stay with you through those struggles, and now that things are better, right? But he still didn't want his son to take an easy road. He still told him, look, you got to audition for this. You know what I mean? I understand you, my son, you look like me, and you you have some of my characteristics, but still, I need you to embrace this and know what it is to go out and get a job on your own. You got to interview. You got to screenshot it. You got to go through all of this. This is what I had to go through. I had to shop the deal around. I had to do this. I had to do that. So he lay, he's showing him the groundwork and the things that he has to do instead of just handing it to him on a platter. And that's what builds structure with your child. Hey. DJ Chill? Well, you just said a whole meatball, man. Like, <laughs> I was supposed to come back with a sandwich or something. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Man, I don't know, man. Like, I too real to me. I hung out with that nigga, so he, he, he cooled my eye. But, you know, a lot of people try to be other people. I be trying to tell everybody to be yourself. But even though he did make some way, I ain't hating on him. He made a lot of way. So the other people too, but some people are forgotten. But since we're talking about cube, the bull down earth. Some things you don't know if it's um he was told to do it. A lot of things he did because he felt like doing it. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> that was great. But um, other than that, yo, know, he he he's still saying the song like he ain't got a lot of bad drama going on too much about him. If it was, it was not in void now. I don't know what he did to get away with that He got some skills. Other than that, he he take it off. Now, now, if he do something wrong, like, you know, go against Donald Trump or do something stupid, his name might be tall now, but turn into, you know, seaweed lettuce. If you don't believe me, look at Bill Cosby. He's going to do <laughs> bad drama. But, hey, what can you say? That's life. Well, y'all know that song he sampled, right? 
Y'all know who sang that song that he sampled, right? What? That's the Ozzy Brothers. The Ozzy Brothers. Now, there's another group, old school group, and it was fitting because before the show started, I wanted to play the music um, before, you know, the show started of the OJs, which was the great and late Eddie LaVert and the great and late son, Gerald LaVert. And uh, actually, LaVert, the group LaVert, was both of his sons and their cousins. You know what I mean? And Eddie LaVert was one who, again, paved the way, you know, for a lot of the R&B soul acts that, you know, groups that's coming out, and even for his son who who did pretty well as a solo artist himself before going too early, you know, going too soon. Um, but tonight it was more on the hip-hop aspect, but I still wanted to play some of the R&B legends like Nat King Cole and his daughter Natalie Cole. I mean, there is, and and the reason for us doing this for the listeners out there, you know, we all too often shun the fathers, and and we don't we shine more light on on Mother's Day than we do on Father's Day. Fathers don't get the proper just due and respect on Father's Day that they should. Where mothers get everything. You know what I mean, it's just to no end. I mean, but the fathers don't get that. So we want to shine, like, positive light on fathers this week, as well as some of the, the negative light that, you know, we might, we may, you know, inflict upon ourselves as men and fathers. But we're not going to focus on the negative because that's what everybody already do. So we had on point radio like to be positive about the situation. Um, so, yeah, Cube, Cube is that bull. You know, I'm I'm proud to, you know, what's the, what's the movie or did we get there? You know what I mean? A lot of his family, a lot of his movies, a lot of his shows, Barbershop, it, it all had, they all had messages. They all had meaning. They all had some type of family orientation to it. You know what I mean? So he's another one who's casting positivity within our community and our culture and our media. But, again, you don't hear about that. You don't talk about that. You don't talk about the father who's in hip-hop, whose children is coming up right behind him and doing positive things by watching them. You talk about the negative impact of what the, the hip-hop father is doing. We talk about the negative impact of what the fathers aren't doing in the home or if they're not home. Nah, man, it's a lot of good fathers out here. There's a lot of good fatherhood stuff going on out here. But you would never know. By the way, um, shout out to a sister named uh, Tanaj, who uh, is is organizing her own nonprofit. Um, it's called Light to Life, and um, we'll be connecting with. She'll be connecting with On Point, and we'll be collaborating to do a big um, benefit. You'll hear more about that later. We met today. We discussed it. Um, we spoke about it yesterday. Uh, once I got off air. And um, she sent me a flyer that um, I want to mention this on air while I have everybody here. It's a fatherhood summit that's going on. And um, I'm hoping I can pull this up so I can give it to y'all, give y'all the information for this fatherhood summit. And I forget what date it is, but once I um, pull it up, I'll let everybody know I plan to be in attendance. You know what I mean? I don't know if anybody else from On Point can make it. 
but I'll definitely be in attendance. Um, and I just pulled it up, and it is it says Saturday, June twenty fourth. Hold on, because I'm I'm getting an echo going on in my. All right, here we go. It's Saturday, June twenty fourth, two thousand seventeen. The school district of Philadelphia Education Center. So it's at four forty Broad Street. Um, Philadelphia, PA, 19130, and the time is from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., and it's calling all Philadelphia, New Jersey, Delaware, Fatherhood Summit. Um, it says join us, married, single, um, stay-at-home, uh, teens, divorced, grad, uh, caregivers, and stepdad. There's uh, a registration uh, from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. It starts from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., It'll be breakfast and lunch provided. Child support and custody will be discussed. Co-parenting, marriage, and divorce will be discussed. Workshops, resources, and information will be there. Legal rights, panel discussions, and more. Um, guest group and exhibit exhibition. Uh, if they register early, uh, the donation is ten dollars. There is a number six one zero five seven nine dad. So that's 610-579-3237. Or you can go to info at daddyuniv.com. So, again, I'll mention this again throughout the show so that uh, our listeners, if they're interested, they can come out. That's another thing. And I'm glad to see this going on because a lot of this stuff is offered to women and mothers, but it's never offered to men. Or if it is, we rarely hear about it or know about it. So because I found out about it, I'm going to make sure I put it out over the air. So shout out to Tanaj again um, for providing me with that information. Um, gentlemen, will any of y'all be interested in going to that? Well, you know, I ain't got no problem with it. I just got to check my work schedule. That's it. All right, that's good money because, uh, you know, if we can get it out there, we can get out there. That Bring me and my boys out there. Me and my sons will be out there. That's what's up. That's what's up. DJ Chill, what about you? Saturday, 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. You there? All right, we'll come back with DJ Chill. Um, so, Mr. I can't believe you said that. Ice Cube son, right? Right. What do you think Cube's uh, impression as a father um, and his influence on his son, what do you think that does for him when he becomes a father? Well, just to see, to see both his parents there, right, and know, might not have seen it, but he got a chance to hear the stories of how he struggled to get to where he is, right? That that adds a lot to it, you know. That, you know, sometimes our children believe, you know, oh, we, we have these you know, a house, a car, you know, some money in the bank, we can do these, you know, this, that, and a third with our money, right? They feel as though, oh, well, I'm entitled to it. You know, I'm your child, and you're supposed to do for me. 
But him seeing the influence of his father, seeing what he had to go through, and his pop probably telling him, like, listen, you got to work for this. I had to work for this, right? Yeah, you're going to, you're going to be allotted certain things because there's going to be some things I want to give you that I may not have had. But you still got to go out here and work for yours because one day you're going to be a man and one day you're going to be a father and you're going to have to know how to go out here and get your own because I ain't going to be here forever. Absolutely. See, that's, that's the important, you know, and, 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 uh, and I don't, I don't want to bring any negativity to it, but this is the importance that we have to stress to the queens, right? And I'm not bashing the queens, but it's a lot of queens out there that play that game, you know, that want to keep the, the, the son away from the father, the daughter away from the father, right? Please stop doing that. Right? If he can't take care of his child financially, it don't cost anything to spend time with him. You know what right. I mean? That means a lot. Right? You know, and, you know, not to throw us under the bus, me and you both grew up without our fathers right there. You know what I'm saying? And that's a hard pill to swallow. Right? And right. as we look back on it, our dads didn't have to buy us anything. All we wanted them to do was be there. Right. Just to show he cared. You know what I mean? Now, due to whatever circumstances on either side, we ain't going to get into that. Right? Whether they chose right. to or whether they was told not to. Right? All we wanted them to do was be there. Right? Right. All we had to do, all they had to do was stand in the back or stand off to the side. Just as long as if we would have saw them and made eye contact with them, that would have meant the world to us. Right. You know? And I think that's why we are so adamant about pushing our children so hard and being a part of their lives because we saw what not to do. Right. You know? I, I and, agree with you. And it's sad that when... Now, of course, there's so many brothers out here that, you know, had a child by somebody they slept with. That's a whole other scenario. But when you invest your time and your heart into somebody and you tell them, my dad wasn't there for me, y'all pillow talking. This is, this is your woman. You know, you might, she might not be your wife or she could be your wife or you call her wifey whatever the case may be, <clears throat> this is the woman that you trust, right? This is the woman that you tell your secrets to, tell them your pain and everything. And for them to turn around and you say to them, my dad wasn't part of my life, I'd be damned if I want to be like that with my child. And for them to play that game with you to keep your child away from you, that's real ignorant. Real ignorant, and it makes no sense. Let a man, man, do like they always they always want to paint us as uh, stalkers, right? Okay. Oh, oh, he crazy. Well, you make us crazy. When you do that, <laughs> when you that? do that, when you do that nonsense, because every man, I don't care who it is, I don't care if they didn't tell you or they did tell you. 
every man's greatest fear is an, is their child called another man daddy. Second greatest fear. Yeah, well, first greatest fear is getting that call if something happened, they either died or they locked up. Right. But you you know what I mean. Right. Like, right. we, we gotcha. don't want to hear that. That's the, oh, my God, man, that, that, that cuts, and it cuts deep. Right. Right. Especially when they're trying to make an effort to do what's right, and right. they keep getting blocked. See, and like we spoke about the judicial system. You know, it's easy for them to take you down there for child support. Mm-hmm. Oh, they go down on Monday. You might have a letter by Wednesday. Yeah. But when you go down there and you say you want to see your child, they're going to put you through the ringer only because they want to see how diligent you are. So if you really want to see your child and you want to take those necessary steps, the same way you get up and go to work, the same way you go to your doctor's appointment, make it a priority to see your child. Absolutely. And to do things with your child. You know, it don't cost nothing to shoot hoops. Oh, Take your son for a walk. You know, you can scrape up a couple of dollars, right, get a water ice, a pretzel, a soda. You know what I mean? Walk and talk with them. See what's going on in their life and see how you can be a factor. And then... Don't just stop there. Once you make a, a positive influence on your child, think about the young boy that he played with that his dad ain't around. Scrape together a couple more coins to take him for a water ice. Watch the difference that it makes because when you're not there, that child could influence your child, and your child could influence that child. So you could be helping save two lives by just showing that you care. Wow, I, I agree, and we got a caller on the line. I'm going to get to this caller, um, but real quick, 724-444-7444 is the number to dial if you're online and you want to speak to us. Then you put in the caller ID, 143339-POUND. Uh, then you hit one pound if you just want to listen, and you hit star eight if you want to communicate. And it's funny you said that because, you, you know, I taught both of my sons how to drive. Now, they both have licenses, you know. They both have their license, and uh, they drive, you know what I mean? And now my daughter, who's just turned 16, she like, yo, listen, uh, I'm already studying for my test, Dad. You know, you got to teach me how to drive, so I done started something there. So now Daddy got to teach everybody how to drive, and I got a 10-year-old, so I got to be alive for six more years because she's going to be waiting to learn how to drive at 16. You know what I mean? But this is what a father does. You know what I mean? This is the importance of a father. I'm going to take this caller. Caller, welcome to On Point Radio with the roundtable host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. Uh, Also online is your host, Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That, and the other host, DJ Chill. Who are we speaking with? Peace, peace, peace. This is Black Soul Mega. What's good, brother? Peace, Black. What's good, bro? Ah, maintain it, maintain it, getting goosebumps listening to y'all, bro. Ah, that's dope. Chop it up, you know what I mean? Real fellow, quick. Fellow, fellow parents in the building, what's good? Real quick, 
I got to shout you out because you threw me off the last time you was online <laughs> and you gave your government. And I'm like, yo, send your email. you like, I'm doing it right now as we speak. And I looked at it and I said, yo, why is that black? Listen, people, this is another <laughs> one of my MC brothers, Black Omega, nasty on the microphone. You know what I mean? That. Um, that. Um, yeah, and you po- you hey. calling the you calling the uh, the kettle black, ain't she? Oh, oh, I was we, me and Daz was going through a couple of joints the other day, a couple of dirty soap joints we did, mm. and and I like I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about it. Me and Daz was in the car tripping. Wow, we, we was vibing, we was vibing heavy, man. But you know. That's that's another topic. That's another show. That's another. That's show. another show. That's Ben Mars <laughs> family right there, man. Yeah, Black man. Going Go through that Black. that whole timeline is a different show, man. Oh, well, man. but yeah, just hey, so you well, know, Black. What's up? We are going to do a show where I am going to play classic Ben Mars <laughs> music and some of my ad-lib music that DJ Chill and myself made before I got with Ben Mars. We're going to do a whole oh. show on that. So, y'all got to, everybody Jeez. who's part of mine, extended family, everybody got to call in that night and chime in on air when we do that. You know what I mean? But talk to um, us about the fatherhoods of hip-hop, bro. Oh, oh, good brother, man. Like, as far as fatherhood of hip-hop, you know, you know, when you're in hip-hop, you take on an extended family. You know what I mean? You take on, you know, the the elder generations that came before you, and then you taking in on the younger bucks, the younger bucks coming in under you. You know what I mean? Whether it be, you know, graph writing, you know, dancing, you know, not dancing, but breaking and, sh- you know, right. and all the, all the other methods of hip hop. But when you have a, when you have kids, you approach the world differently. You and I know that from the rip, you know what I mean? And, it's easy to say it takes a village because mm-hmm. a lot of people, ain't, they don't feel like they're a part of your village. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's, I love hip hop for the fact that's, that it's inclusive. Like I can go to, to South Korea and, you know, just start beatboxing and start a cypher in the middle right. of the airport. I ain't even leave the airport yet and I can attract some cats to start a cypher. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it pushes away the cats that we really want to touch. Like I, I would love for for the youth to be up on what we spitting. Right. Honestly, it's it's going to be a a few. It's going to be the twenty one and up crowd that's going to fill us. Ain't no twenty one and under going to fill us right now. It's right. A, it's a hard reality. It's a hard fact. Now, how do you reach them outside of just spitting? Well, then you go in the avenues, like, for instance, Cash is going towards advertising, you know, hip-hop and advertising, hip-hop and, and whatever, you know. But if we can take that and, and flip it on a, on, a, on a parental aspect to the youth that don't have it, to them kids that we taught and we mentored throughout them years, you know, and still do, if – if we could find a way outside of honestly spitting or, you know what I'm saying? Like 
the music aspect, we can reach them, and then and and we can bring them up to the music. But until we, you know, until then, if we keep trying to beat them in the head with the music because we're on that topic. That's the only reason why my mind is fresh on this. If we right. try to beat them in the head with the music, we seem like that that drunken step pop that <laughs> when he come home, he like, oh nigga, that ain't hip hop, nigga. I grew up on hip hop. That that ain't you know that ain't spitting. He's singing. He's singing. But our, our old heads was like, that ain't singing. He's talking. He's talking. You you feel what I'm saying? Like we're becoming that cycle. Like all right, it's, we could go on the Willie Lynch. Music separates generations. Every generation before you told you that your music wasn't music. So right. now. You know, and I'm we 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 could speak on Willie Lynch as far as you know, as far as a cultural thing that we experience, but you could take it the worldwide and show the control that music has. You, you feel what I'm saying? Right. Every generation is separated by the previous generation's music or culture or norms. If right. we could find a way to break that cycle. Like, for instance, and it's a hard pill to swallow, but if we break down and be like, if every single old-headed pioneer hip-hop stood up and was like, you know what, that's hip-hop. Every little bullshit jingle you hear on the radio part, my French, every little BS, whatever that you hear on the radio, whatever, we got to take and swallow the hard pill that it is hip-hop and move on from there. But I'm talking about everybody moving in unison. That's not going to happen. So that's why I say that we got to find another route besides music to break that barrier. If we could break down that barrier, that would be an actual, uh, what's that, what's uh, like a, almost like a ripple in the space-time right. continuum? Like that has never happened. You have never had an older generation accept in positive and negative being their music. We've never seen that. Now, it is right. old heads that, that do it, but it's the old head DJs that's on the airways now. They're forced to do it. They got their playlist handed to them. They right. can't break records. Right. It's not that type of party no more. You, they, they like the, the industry, like, you know what? Y'all playground is the internet now. That's going to be our playground too, but that's y'all playground right now. The radio is awesome. Since you want to go play on that and do it on your own, go ahead and do it on your own. And if we choose to break you on the radio, we can do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's where we can actually break a cycle. We can break a cycle by accepting it. Now, I'm not saying without correction, because it's a way that you could bring people down to bring people up, build them down to bring them up. Like, I, I remember right. one of the, one of the, one of the jobs I was working on, um, we had to sell stuff. It was sales, basically door-to-door, business-to-business, selling big-ass coloring books and MP3 players and all that and remote control helicopters. This was like 10 years ago. That's when we first moved under the bird. One thing that always stuck with me, and it's, it's, it's – I don't want to lose my thought because I'm like now I'm branching on something else. <laughs> so I got everybody's <laughs> attention on it. 
It's funny, but it's it's a uh, it's a way that my man used to break us down, and he used to tell us what we're doing good first. He'd be like, "Yo, the way you went out there and 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 sold such and such and such and such, and I watched you with that customer, you killed it." But he was like, "But yo." Your delivery was a little bit off. When you said this and said that, it was it was off, man. Like honestly, if it was me, I would have put my money back in my pocket. And then he would go, but the way you saved it and came through on the sale, that was vicious. Right. So he he pulled the he pulled the law of rhythm, the uh, the the and all that. You know, we can go deep on it for a second. He pulled the law of rhythm on it. He brought you down, or he brought actually brought you up cut you down and then brought you back up. Right. Without you feeling like, oh man, this dude just attacked my attacking my character. He didn't leave on attacking your character. He left on building you up and stroking your ego. So right. now he's slipping under the radar like he he just chastised you and checked you in front of everybody, but you ain't even know it. You you left feeling proud about it. Like, yeah, I did something today. But he see your flaws. Not, and not only, you, it gave it to you though. Go ahead. Not not, not only did he did he did he um you know break you down and uplift you at the same time and you walked away you know feeling good about yourself, but he also gave you something uh, a lesson for you to work on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He added right. to your skill. So once and that's mm-hmm. that's what we at with the fatherhood thing. That's what a father's supposed to do as a disciplinarian, <laughs> as a right. as the structurer. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to say, listen, you did this wrong. If you're taking out the trash, you know what I mean? He say, listen, mm-hmm. if you got to recycle, look, don't put the plastic in there with the food. That's the trash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You did right. You put the trash together. You took it out. You know what I mean? But you got to separate it. You know what I mean? So you learn a lesson within, you know, your good and your bad. It's a lesson to be taught and learned in there. You know what I mean? That's what we call a teachable moment. Because you also, not just the speaker, not just the MC, but you are also <laughs> a teacher in the classroom just like myself. So we know bit. the aspect of picking them up, bringing them down, and picking them up back, picking them back up again. Because if you what? just leave them that put down, it, it, it discourages them. You know what I mean? It, 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 it kills their spirit. You know what I mean? But when you can teach them, and that teachable moment where you break them down and then pick them back up, now they can get amped and pumped and be like, all right, I got it next time. Watch how, watch how I do it next time. You know what I mean? So I agree mm-hmm. 110% with you. You know what I mean? And tonight we on, we on the top, we on that vibe of, you know, the fathers, the, the, the hip-hop fathers, Ice Cube, Will Smith. Uh, 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 I don't consider Master P an MC or a hip-hop artist, but even Master P and the influences on their children. Yeah, I mean, you can't, nah, even, you can't even discredit. That's saying. a different joint, though. But you can't even discredit him. You can't even discredit P, brother. You gotta give P that hip hop, that hip hop clacker. Yeah, See, that's the thing. I that's what I'm saying. This is where it comes in at. No, this is what this is where it comes in at. This is where it comes in at. It's acceptance. With acceptance comes that correction aspect. So now you can, if you accept them as like, yo, P, you know what I'm saying? If you keep it real with the dude, he's a pretty real dude as far as I hear. I don't know the man myself, but he's a, he's a actual, he's a sociable dude. You can actually talk to him. 
You know what I mean? So if you told him, listen, I'm not saying what you did was right, but I understand what you did. I understand the outlet that you gave. You feel what I'm saying? I don't, right. I don't, I don't condone, you know what I'm saying, you talking about the genocide, but I do condone you talking about the positive aspect of what you did for yourself in, in hip-hop form because that's right. what it is. He's not doing country and Western. Like, right. honestly, you can, I can have more of an argument saying that Master P is hip-hop than Young Thug. But I'm not going to say Young Thug ain't hip-hop. I, I, that's not my place. Now, and if, if hip-hop was a god, it ain't my place to judge whether he's hip-hop or not. And that's, that's, a, that's as, like, as solid as I could place it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, so, but you know, it ain't my place time, to judge. But at the same time, Blacks, let's, let's be honest, man. MC to MC. Yes. Knowing the history of hip-hop, knowing the elements of hip-hop, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yes, things evolve and change over time. However, the elements remain. You know what yes. I'm saying? Those elements should still remain. You know what I mean? So knowing the elements, knowing the history, it's not a judgmental thing. It becomes a factual thing. You know what I mean? It becomes a factual thing. And it's not, it's not so much judging. It's just like saying... It's like saying history, for instance. We know that history that we taught was bullcrap. We didn't know that then. We were just learning it because it was what they said until we were awakened and realized and we did our own uh, research on history and we realized we were learning his story. You know what I'm saying? So now we can go back and tell them, like, that ain't history. That's his story. That's your story. But that ain't history. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the same way I feel about hip hop. Like Young Thug, Master T, all of them. Yeah, you 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 borrow from the hip hop culture. You know what I mean? But you're not a hip hop artist. You're just a commercial rapper that's using the term hip hop, which I call hip hop when they put that hyphen in there, but you just using the term to to put it to categorize. Yeah, I mean, the classified in the category, but you know that's but that's a whole other show, like you said. But yeah, yeah we we were talking about Ice Cube and his influence well, I, on his son. You know, it's funny, and and I'm I'm glad you said Ice Cube because I have a post from on Facebook. You know, the yearly Jones. You know, you, you look on the uh, year to day, and I post. And matter of fact, I'm actually I'm a, I'm gonna spit it for you real quick. Because I, I can ha- I can pull it up right here because it's right here, and it's it's gonna take a second. But basically, I went in and I'm, I'm tripping right now, and I'm 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 all shaky and shit trying to find it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know how that goes. All right, I heard payback the mother effing. That's why I'm sick of getting treated like a damn stepchild. F for punk because I ain't him. You got to deal with the nine double M. Yup, spitting like this makes you want to make a family move. That was it. <laughs> On the post. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, the funny right. thing is, I didn't get no likes and I ain't get no comments. And I'm going to tell you, and, and I'm going to tell you this real quick. When I look back on it, I was like, why would I post that? 
knowing that that's the route I would take. If I was on the path that I can blow everything off of either something that I say or something that I do with the wrong people that I'm hanging out with or chilling with, I could blow it all, for, not even for me, for my kids. So you know what? I'm going to make something for them, not only that they can look back on when they're older and be like, oh, snap, that was Pops when he was a young bull. I'm going to make something that my children can see now and be like, oh, that's my dad now. Wow. And I, and now I'm thinking that, I'm thinking of this now, like today, because this is a today post. I posted this like, I want to say like five years, uh, in 2009, excuse me. I posted that in 2009. And I was actually, at that time, I was actually Saudi at Q because he went that route, the movie route. Right. And, the, and the, you know what I'm saying, the family movies and all that, because I'm like, dog, the streets need you right now. The young boys need you. But what I had to realize and the, what I realized when I was up in Harrisburg around that time in 2009, ultimately, it ain't about the streets that need you. Your family needs you. Right. Your kids need you. Right. I, before I moved up to Harrisburg, I was salty that I was moving up there. I'm like, my people's is that my family down here. I don't know nobody in Harrisburg. I'm almost two hours away from civilization. You know what I'm saying? He's slow, dude. I ain't even want to go up there, yo. I don't know nobody, whatever. My man was like, man, go up there and receive your blessing. Right. I was like, what? Make it, and I'm in my head because I'm, I'm salty right now that I'm where we moving. So I'm like, man, shut up. I'm going to tell you, like, I understand what you're saying, but I'm, I'm salty right now. Don't, I'm in my bag. Leave me alone. Like, you ain't even got to give me all that because I know all that. I'm sorry that I'm moving up there. But when we got up there, yo, and as I started adjusting, I, that's the only ones I could be around was my family. Right. So now it's like you building this rock that's not supposed to be moved. Because if we would have stayed here, it would have been moved. It would have been moved. Right. Because it's, it's so much here. It's like quicksand. You can't be stable right here, especially if you're trying to build something solid such as a family. And for somebody such as myself that was in the, you know, so much, I had to be slowed down. Like, look, dog, this is what you need. Shut up. Build this. Right. What stopped me from going back to the kids and, and going back to teaching was I was like, Dad, I, I actually got to worry about my kids. Right. And turn all my focus into my kids. Because my son was slipping in school, my oldest. You feel what I'm saying? Right. He's 20, he's 20, he'd be 21 this year. But, you know, that's, that was, you know, at that time, I'm like, damn, dog, you know, he's slipping and I'm, I'm helping hundreds. I'm helping thousands. I can right. say honestly that I, I've, I've actually touched or shook hands with a thousand kids, uh, over a thousand kids in my, you know what I'm saying? To where though they know me, yo, what up, Mr. Young? Right. But the ones who it really mattered to, I wasn't shaking their hand as much. Right. I wasn't I wasn't kicking it with him as much as I was these young boys that I'm trying to save from the streets. Yeah, it's right. good to save it, we we could save as many kids from the streets as possible, but through that we're gonna sacrifice one of our own. Right. Because so, somehow that's gonna take attention. If you you got a a, a 
sink full of suds and one bubble pops. You know what I'm saying? It falls in on that on that hole. Those bubbles fall in on that hole. It might leave a gap, but they going come together and before you know form a clump of bubbles again. You feel what I'm saying? But I was saying that to say that it we can get sidetracked when we turn to everybody else and neglect our own. Right. And what Ice Cube, I say that to say that, what Ice Cube did was dope, and I commend him on that. Right. I actually, I, I, I see the vision. I see where you was going with it. You know what I'm saying? But you can't right. tell me, you can't tell me nothing that, that he was, he was, he wasn't wrong. I, I felt like he was dog, man. You got all these young boys out here that, you know what I'm saying? Hip hop is in the state of emergency. F the police is at an all time high. Where you at? And the whole right. time, which is dope, he was saving his young boys. <laughs> right, right. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Like, that's what the father's about. That's that's dope, man. That's 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 what it's about. Peeping that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's always something bigger, man. It's, it's always something bigger. It, you might not see it at first, but you know, in the long run, it it, it shows this ugly face, what it what it truly was, or you know, beautiful face, however you want to look at it. You know? Wow. It, it, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I want you to stick around too, man, online. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna come I'm, back I'm to I'm you on a minute. Um, yeah. But it's funny you said that because two things. One, uh, one of my students' birthdays was today, so on Facebook mm-hmm. I reached out to her and was like, you know, happy born day, and she responded like, thank you, oh my God, thank you, Mr. Self. And it's, 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 I feel honored because this girl's maybe about 24, 25 now, and she's still putting Mr. in front of my name. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how you know you made an impact and a difference when they still have that respect for you. You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> it's funny you mentioned Ice Cube because when I was with As Is, with, I mean, before I got with As Is, I was with a, a, a group down North Philly um, called CPR, and that's when uh, X-Files and PD Crack and all them started forming, you know, when they, you know, because the, the, the MC was uh, – Show's brother, older brother, my MC. I was DJing then. And um, Show's big brother was my MC. And we had a, a song dissing Ice Cube and NWA because of the shit they was talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's crazy. When we had that that, uh, that classic night, man, I'm going to play all of that. But um, mm-hmm. all my people out there on air and online, um, if you want to be down with this On Point movement, all you got to do is, number one, know that on point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. And if you want to be down with us, just send us a friend request at On Point Enterprises on Facebook. Again, Facebook is On Point Enterprises, O-N-T-O-I-N-T, one word, Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. If you're on Instagram, it's team underscore uh, on point 215. Again, Instagram is team underscore on point 215. If you're on Twitter, at Team On Point. Again, Twitter is at Team On Point. You can email us any of your comments, suggestions, or concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Email us at onpoint215 at gmail.com. Again, that's onpoint215 at gmail.com. You can call us directly at 267-417-ONPT. That's onpoint, 267-417-6678. You can call us with any of your comments, suggestions, or concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. 
or you can go to our website, onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, onpoint215.weebly.com. Um, we're going to go into this next artist and discuss his fatherhood. And, um, you know, stay tuned with us. Check this out, and we'll be back to discuss it. From the first time the doctor placed you in my arm, I was watching death for my let you be hard. No questions arose in my mind, would I be man enough against wrong? You fight and be standing up from the hospital that first night. It took an hour just to get the car seat in right. People driving all fast, got me caught up with that. Got you unsafe, place you in the bathroom now. That night, I don't think one thing I slept with. I slipped out my bed, see the grip I crept up. Shake it gently. Do it. 
without cursing. He really rarely ever said a curse word. You know what I mean? So for him to do that like that it, it, is, is amazing. And I'm going to play a little bit of this. Just to show his um, influence on him. You know what I mean? On his children. Time out. Is there anybody else that could do it better than Will Smith? Is there anybody else that could do what better than Will Smith? Kick it without cursing. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Say it. Tyreek can do a better job. So why Black ain't nobody Thor. else trying to do? Why ain't nobody else trying to do it anymore? What the hell is wrong with anybody? Hey, Rakim, I was going to say Rakim, but Rakim started cursing. I don't know where it came from, yeah, yeah. but when he, he just started cursing, you know, a few when he got when he went solo without Eric B. He just let everything go and let everything out. He still was still my favorite MC, but he started cursing. Black Black he was holding back. Dang. Black Thor don't curse a lot, but you know he still cursed too. You know what I mean? But let me let me play this right here, so we can get back to Will Smith. Just just looking at the video, you know what I mean. It shows his influence when you watch the video of it. That's Willow Smith um, with my hair. And it's funny because her video looks like a Missy Elliott video. Um, and 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 she got her little boom box. The song sounds like whoever writes for Rihanna, Rihanna wrote this song. You know what I mean? But just the fact that she, she put herself out there because having that bloodline of Jada and Will, she was guaranteed. Her and Jay and both, they were guaranteed to be destined to do something. Maybe that's why the oldest son, it wasn't his niche. So Will was an MC and a rapper. It might not have been his oldest son's niche. His oldest son might be in the back, in the background, playing the background, doing something behind the stage. You know what I mean? But them two being products of both Jada and Will, oh, they were destined to be something. So I want to talk to our host and our guest, you know, Black Omega, um, about Will Smith and his influence on not just the hip-hop community, but on um, his family as well. 
because he says a, a key line in that in that song, uh, just the two of us. Those things didn't work out between me and your mom. You know what I mean? That don't have nothing to do with you. I'm still here for you. So talk to me, gentlemen, about uh, Will Smith and his contribution to fatherhood, to the fatherhood of hip-hop. Well, you figure that's what that's what the point that we're trying to drive home, period. Even if we can't, we didn't work out, just let me be a father to my child, right? And, you know, I understand the song, right, and I commend you for the song. But, of course, at one point, he probably had troubles just like we did. But he had a way out. You know what I mean? But we have a way out, too. We always wanted, like you said on the previous show, we want to hide behind and make excuses. Let's stop making excuses. Why don't you try and start finding a solution? You know what I mean? That's what we need to do. You know, stop. We need this as men. We need to stop letting the mother have so much power, right? She, we got rights just like, she, just like she does, right? And if we really want to make a difference in our children's lives, we'll step up and fight for that, okay? Right. You know, we say it constantly. Oh, you know, I'd give my life for you. Well, how about giving some time for them? You know what I mean? We need to be active in our children's lives. We need to step up and do certain things. And we can always do, you know, you can do more, right? Just like, just like brother self, I'm going I'm to put you out there, right? <laughs> it ain't enough time. It, it's really not enough time in a day for all the things that you do and the things you get accomplished. But the main thing that I really, I, I really tip my hat to you is, no matter what's going on, you make time to be there for the for them for them princesses that you have. You know what I mean? Whether That's it's true. there physically on the phone doing homework, riding in a car, you know what I mean? The special, you know, y'all y'all have dinner, you know, those little things right mm-hmm. mean mean so much to the growth of a child. Period. It's ridiculous. You I know, agree. A lot of people sit up here and they figure, oh, I got to have all this money. Or, you know, oh, man, I, you know, uh, if, I, if I make too much noise, she gonna, I'm going to have to go to child support court and all of this. Do that. Do that. See, as long as you run from her, she's going to keep using it. So when you stand up and, and play your position and be a man, and own up to whatever it is, whatever she hits you with, stand up and take it. Think of the characteristics that's showing your child, right? Your child one day will see, right, Whether you, even if you fail, even if you fail, you don't succeed to see your child the way you want to while they're young. If you keep fighting, I guarantee you, when they're old enough to make their own mind up and do some deci- make decisions for themselves, they'll come for you. 
because they know you put in that work. Right. I agree. DJ Chip, where you at with it, bro? Will Smith and, and, and his contribution to hip-hop and his contribution to his family as an influence. <laughs> she missed out when you said it, said enough, man. That was some real talk right there. It's like, oh, smack in the face. <laughs> but Will Smith, <laughs> damn. You know how you know somebody had it, and then when you meet him and you get a chance to chill with him, you like, okay, he moving, and you can see he moving, and you like, damn, that nigga, he leaving, and then you like, damn, he, he gone. Hold up, why would you be gone if you made it? And it's because of the influences that he was around. Remember, was this black man, West Philadelphia? Only racism. And then he found white people. And then he was like, you can make me money because you got to influence some black people too and you can do something on TV. Oh, we're going to turn you out. But we didn't want to turn you that much out. We just wanted to give you a piece and he fell into a trap. The only trap is only he knows what it was that turned him sideways where when he looks at his family now, they're backwards. Uh, what's her name? She want to be a metal <laughs> she want to be a metal rock star. Now, hey, I ain't going to diss you. You know, you do what you want. I'm going to be curious that a black person would be a metal metal rock star. Like, don't do that too much. If he did, then I need to meet more of them. But then you look at the son and the daughter's like, well, why would you name? But then you got to look at the other parts of life. See, when you get big into the record world, they got things people call men in black. <laughs> or maybe I don't want to say Illuminati because I might get in trouble. But it meant other people who say, hey, do this or do that. You don't want to do this and do that. You ain't going to get that. So the choices that he made might have transformed not only him, but his whole entire family where he's not thinking the way he's supposed to think. So why not do something different, like call your children the opposite of what they're supposed to be and let them dress the opposite of what they're supposed to be and think it's cool. Now, he did do a lot of great influences when he did the TV show. So he taught people a lot of stuff, and maybe it was not his script. Maybe somebody else was teaching us, and he was just acting. See, we got to think even, you know, did he write his material, or did somebody else write it for him? You know, but he didn't know how to act. He brought in the chemistry. He made everybody want to look twice, and they saw that. So they can do other things to make them do things, make everybody look twice or maybe three more times. They seen that. You're going to fade in and out, DJ Chill. You're going to hear you, and then you fade out, and we can barely hear you. All right. If they see see that he can do things and get more people to actually pay attention, hey, why not? The only problem that he had was he lost his attention. Because now... He's not the same way that he was back in the day. 
but he's still teaching other people's children because they look at him from back in the day. They ain't looking at him today because he's not really in the atmosphere until he makes another movie. He makes a movie, then he's in the face, then he gets ghosts. Problem is, when he makes a movie, anybody who makes movies, they got to conjure up the spirit to become that movie. Hopefully he ain't going to make no movies that's going to be like back when he made Six Degrees of Separation. <laughs> that was a heck of a spirit. But he did make an influence on a lot of people. He made some people think. He actually made some paths open. He let some doors get open. He let Philly be known a little bit more than what they were used to, but not everybody was an artist like that because Philly was kind of harder. But, you know, he came out. They might have got Philly twisted a little bit, but Philly's still right here. Problem is, they don't know Philly's right now. But, yeah, he made some influences, but he also made some problems and some situations where I don't think somebody should actually have their children growing up the way that they're growing up presently. Well, wow. And, and because you said that, Black Omega, I know you out there online, push that star eight because I want to pose this next question about, about Will Smith and um, his contribution to hip-hop and, his, and to his family. I want to pose this question to you. So, um, Black Omega, you with me? Black Omega, you with me? All right, we're going to uh, wait for Black Omega to come back. And be, but DJ Chill, you just you just hit something dead on. I'm here, brother. No, Black. Okay, there back you go. In. I'm back at it. DJ Chill just mentioned something that was perfectly put. He ended it perfectly, right into the segue of where I wanted to go with it, and I'm going to pose this to you. The contributions of Will Smith, um, both in hip-hop and, and his family. Now, the question I'm going to pose to you is, um, DJ Chill mentioned the movie Six Degrees of Separation, in which he plays like a homosexual role in a sense. And um, you look at him now, and you look at his children, and Jayden's wearing skirts and carrying purses, and Willow's taking pictures with uh, undressed white guys in the bed, and you know, we know Jada Jada Pickett has always been, you know, um, a boisterous black woman. And we know she's always been kind of on the wild side, down to earth, but kind of on the wild side. A lot of people don't know, but before Will Smith had her, Tupac had her, back when they were in uh, drama school in Maryland. You know what I mean? They were dating. But we know that she has a, a kind of out there spirit. And she is one who will breathe a different life into Will. It's kind of like what Erica Badu did to both Andre 3000 and Common. You know what I mean? Like, she turned yeah. them boys out, and they were already. Hey, you know, man, she even, got the, she even got the stick. She even got the stick, cuz. You already know. <laughs> she got the stick, too, man. That's when, I knew that, that's when I knew that it was real. When she got the stick, like, all right, you got the, you got the, you got the Dre. Dre was already on the, you know, on the wild side, he just needed somebody to bring that out of him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, right. He he was always a little coquettish. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
comment, you know what I'm saying? Another dude, he wanted to try something different. You know what I'm saying? He felt stagnated. I could see that. But when she got the dead press and had them <laughs> puppets wearing blazers, I was like, oh, yo, it's over. <laughs> yo, I, yo, that's when, yo, when they were saying that she a witch and all that, I never believed it. Now I believe it. You got the electronica not wanting to drop an album, up. Listen, she, oh, she, she was on the Breakfast Club and she was like, when Jay Electronica came up there thinking that, they, thinking that, uh, that Charlemagne was talking greasy to the Erica. He was like, you know, she he he uh, Charlemagne asked him to you know drop an album or something like that, and Erica was like, he don't need to. Wow. It's like she got him. She got him. I don't want no parts. So, I used so, to, yo, I used to love Erica, dog. I don't want no parts. I, I love still music. love her. I still I, but love she could stay across the street. Hey, she could stay that <laughs> across the street, dog. I don't even want nothing that rubbing on me. Cause it, it, but even though each of them flourished with – you can't say that none of them flourished because each of them flourished every time they touched it. Like, she, okay. she opened up cocoons, you know what I'm saying? Like, she that type of, she that type of woman, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, my wife is that type of woman, I feel like. She's the type of woman well, that opened up cocoons, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's a different story. Said that, I want to say shout-out to your wife because she was on Hell's Kitchen. And she yeah, 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 she's on, on Hell's Kitchen. So shout-out yeah, to your wife for that, man. So So what do you think about Will? Do you think it's Jada that kind of, being as though you said what you said about Erica, do you think it's Jada that's more of the vocal piece of Willow and Jayden's dressing and uh, careers and you know what I mean? Or do you think it's Will saying, listen, they, they're fine, you know what I mean? What, what is your aspect? What is your what's your take on that? I, I first of, first off, I want to say that I, I feel like Will Smith is one of the pioneers of the shit, whether you like it or not. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Sorry, as far as freestyle, yeah. listen. The first when I first heard, parents just don't understand. That was after me hearing about him battling cats and eating them alive, like on the street freestyling. You know what I'm saying? And ciphers and stuff like that. And I, you know, it, I, his his lore was a little bit bigger than you know that parents just don't understand type. You know what what gave him that that crossover appeal type, right? Type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? But um, like his contribution actually bringing it over and allowing cats like dead prez to actually be in a white kid's bedroom. That's dope. That's it. Right. He actually made that happen. It's white kids that watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and was like, I don't know nothing about hip-hop. And it was right. around the time Dead Prez was coming out. And they got into that somehow, some way. It's white kids that I know that and white people that I know that bang Dead Prez. But it's also because of Will Smith that got it into their living room. He's one of the cats that got it into their living room. But I, I, I respect him for that. I, I, you know, as far as a pioneer, I bow down to that. Um, as far as him being a parent, yo, like, I, I think it's a little bit of both between Jada being a strong woman and him being like, yo, do your thing. Be you. Be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't let nobody stop you from, from doing you. Now, they might have had a part in, you know what I'm saying, they could have reversed the roles on the names. And so I never looked at it like that until you brought it up, good brother. So that's definitely something to think on. 
You know what I mean? Um, but you know, if that's if you know nowadays you gotta be on that if that's your cup of tea. Now, honestly, I'm not raising that, so that's not me. That you know, I'm not gonna you know slide to that. But I, I would definitely say, as far as him being a father and saying, look, go ahead and do you, and don't let nobody tell you what you are. Only you know who you are. Uh, you know, hats off, and and him being some type of influence because they are influencing their kids. Like, you know, what I'm saying, it, yeah, him being a you know um, a block off block office, <laughs> you, know, block block. you know what I mean? All that, <laughs> you know, he doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he definitely going to give them something to get them some type of catapult. Whether right. even if it's not even if it's not him giving them little clues to where to go to audition and, yo, my son's coming to do an audition, you know, make sure, you know, he comes through with the part. You know, even if he, he he's not doing that and just like, you know, nah, go ahead and do you. And they're looking at him doing him. That's a catapult in itself. You're looking at your pop is the, the, the damn man right now. Right. In everybody's eyes, you know, regardless of they love him or hate him. If he comes through, he won't stop. He won't stop traffic. He right. won't stop you in your tracks. You're going to be like, oh, snap, that's Will Smith. And not just you, that little old white lady right there next to you is going to be like, oh, snap, that's Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? Now, now him, you know, Willow, uh, Willow not Willow, um, Jay rocking, uh, rocking the, the, the skirts and the purses and all that. Um, like, I, I don't, I don't condone it, but he was a genius in the sense that he knew that these little niggas was going to go ahead and buy it. <laughs> he just got a, he was ahead of the curve. He was like, you know what? You're going to pay me $6 million to sit here in a skirt that I'm going to take off after the shoot. All right, just to ahead. follow the agenda. Just to follow you. Hey, look, I, I got $6 million in a bank account right now. Not saying this right because I would be like, yo, young boy, I, come on, man. Now, but then you got to think, are you stopping him from doing that because of you and how people are going to look at you or how he's living his life? That's when you got to check it because after a certain time, you know, a bird a bird going to fly. You know, he ain't going to stay in the nest forever. Right. You got to release him to the world. Now, if you solidify the base early, Sure, he's gonna fly and he ain't gonna touch the ground unless he needs to. Right. But if you don't give him that that room to fly, if you kick him out the nest too early, you know what I'm saying? He won't hit the ground. He won't, and that's it. Or you let him stay in the stay in the hut too soon, he gonna kick you out. He ain't never gonna learn how to fly. Well, my my thing is that is, as long as you're in my nest. You gonna fly the way I want you to fly. If you wanna fly differently, leave my neck. You know what I mean? Take your six now, million that, dollar purse. <laughs> go buy your now own this is, neck. Now let me ask you a question, Mister Controversy. <laughs> let me ask you a question: Is his style of parenting wrong by letting your child do what he needs to do in order to feel like he has some type of worth to this world or to this universe? Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad style of parenting you're saying that he's, going, um, that he's doing? I am. I am. Right. Because I'm going to say it. 
is a bad sense of parenting because, one, it gives a false sense of identity. You know what I mean? It, it feeds into the agenda. And if you're teaching them the foundation, then the agenda should be part of that foundation. Now, we yeah. all know once children leave, then that they're going to do what they do. You know what I mean? But yeah, once you get, do what you do once you leave my nest. But while you're in my nest, I built the foundation. I raised you a certain way, and this is how we live. You know what I mean? Now, when you get older, yeah. you live how you want to live. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I look at it like this. Number two, if that's not bad parenting, then it's not bad parenting for a, a, a parent to say, all right, we'll go stand on the corner and sell them drugs and, you know, help me pay the light bill and the gas bill and the rent and whatever else. You know what I mean? You're doing it for a good cause. You're helping me pay bills. You're learning responsibility. You're learning money management. You're learning how to, you know, secure your own financially. So if you can accept that, if you can accept a, a young boy taking a $6 million deal just because he wants to conform to the agenda or he wants to not him conform because, like you said, he could take it off after the shoot. But, see, it's not about him. See, as a parent, you got to see that. Okay, this ain't about you. I know this ain't you. First of all, you're going to know your child. You know what I mean? If this ain't you, then that $6 million that they want to pay you, there's a reason why they want to pay you that. So we're going to sit down and discuss this before I let you make that move. If you feel like you still want to make that move, then you do what you got to do and be open to all the ridicule that's going to come with it. However, there's a bigger picture here. If you take it off after the shoot, that means it's not you, but you just help secure a lot of false identity to a lot to millions of children out there who's going to see you in it and start to conform to that agenda. So now you becoming part of the problem, not the solution. So as a, as, a, as my personal opinion, yes, that's a bad style of parenting because you're teaching them, okay, first of all, we already know Will Smith is into that, 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 uh, that scientific, uh, what is it called? That cult shit. Um, Oh, man. Scientology. Scientology. We know he into that. We know he into that. that. Word. Word. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tom Cruise got him into that. They into open dating, I mean, open marriage. They into a whole lot of stuff that Will, I don't think, would have been into had he not met Jada. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not saying Jada did it, but then I can't even say Jada because it could have been both of them around Tom Cruise and all them other sick cats out there that do what they do and became influenced. So now that you're that open yourself, you know what I'm saying, now you that's that influence we're talking about. Now your children are going to follow that pattern. You know what I'm saying? There's no way I'm going to let my daughter, who's 14, take a picture with a white guy half-dressed that looked like he's 19 or 21. And if she wrapped them, yeah, that ain't happening. That ain't you're happening. not going to nah. take that picture. That is bad parenting. So Will might not care. You know what I mean? Jada might not care. Their children might not care. But me as a father who has children, I care. Because though you contributed to hip-hop, and I do credit him as one of the best MCs in hip-hop of all time, you know what I mean? Though you have contributed to positive, uh, well, I'm not even going to say positive, because though his, his TV shows had a message, it still was a bit of coonery and buffoonery as well. But that was Will just being funny. That's, a, that's how I look at Will. He was just a comedic type person anyway for people that know him. I don't know him personally, 
but I know a lot of people who known and interacted with him, and that was just his character to be comedic in nature. Yeah, you know let me ask you this: It was on another note. Was Martin a coon? I think Martin had a, a, a coonery and buffoonery in his, and Martin ah. actually didn't really have messages in his. His mm-hmm. was just but but him being a comedic artist, mm-hmm. that's what he did. However, you take Martin and you put it with the black and white films with the black man falling on the floor with eight, uh, eight, eggs on his eyes and just jumping around on the floor cooning. And it's the same thing to me. You know what I mean? Martin falling on the floor. Ah, ah. But when you look at him being a comedian, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then it's his art. It's his craft. It's his job. But guess what? Black men only make it when they coon and buffoon or when they cross track. Those are the mm. only two ways they're going to make it. Other than that, mm. You is is a handful that make it through those cracks. You know what I'm saying? But um, I want to take it to this next artist, man. This next artist, and I know y'all, I know y'all gonna go in on this one. But I'm gonna play this next artist, and then I'm gonna play the child. Just a little bit of the child, so you can get a taste of his influence, and you know we'll discuss what influence he had on hip hop and on family. Run DMC, down with the king, um, and now I'm going to play his son because he segued it and he said they only want to be Diggy down. So now I'm going to play his son, Diggy. I got 
and he was gangster because he show up at your at your show like forty deep just because you said MC Hammer's wagged on one of your tracks. <laughs> what? It, 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 yo, on on the real talk, yeah. And real talk. And, MC and Hammer's one of the deep with he deep with Run DMC. Yeah. He yep. deep with Run DMC because of that. Yeah, I mean, he let him know I'm hip hop too, homie. So yeah, I, I you know. What's, what's y'all take on, on, on Run DMC or Run's, you know, um, contribution to hip-hop and his family as well? Because, you know, his daughters also had their little clothing line and their little reality show, you know, as well as he had. Run had his own reality show. Yeah, you know I mean, which was their reality show spun off of his. So what's y'all, what do y'all think of his contributions to both hip-hop and family? Well, he definitely laid the groundwork down for his kids, right? You know, his son, you know I mean? His son, his, well, in, in my opinion, his daughters actually wound up being bigger stars than his son did musically, you know. But I respect some of the music that his son put out. It was a little different. Of course, I respect. I'm, I'm more so respectful of the early Run DMC music when... They wasn't getting that money. They wasn't getting paid like that. King of Rock. Yeah. You know, Rock Box and all of that. Mm-hmm. When they was just sampling, when they was sampling rock and roll music. You know, my my opinion after they did uh, Walk This Way, it was over. It's tricky. <laughs> yeah. Well, Walk This Way. Once once they got that crossover experience with Aerosmith and they was doing that walk this way that it it, it just changed after that it, and you're right you're right because it was hard for them to bounce back after that too right they couldn't they couldn't make a song that was that could carry over both sides like that they tried to do that with the Mary Mary and all of that but right. once once they did that that walk this way that was it. it. It was a wrap. You couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't come back from that. And like you said, they were one of the first hip hop groups that commercialized, like as far as name brands. You know what I mean? Remember back in the day, a lot of MCs, especially if he was from New York. They went to Dapper Dan's and got them sweatsuits made with, you know, Gucci and Nike and all of that on there. MCM. Yeah, and MCM. They weren't actually commissioned by those millionaire companies, but Run DMC was. When they, with, with the Godfather hats and all of that, they actually had a contract for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They had a contract with Lee Jeans. They posed with Lee Jeans. Adidas, everything, they was everywhere promoting Adidas, shell tops and all of that. You know what I mean? Nobody else really had that kind of deal. You had some, uh, what was it? See, we, we old school. We old school. We can go with that. You know, Van Crack, Van Crack and uh, Troop and all of that. Uh yeah, I took you back. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L with the troop jacket. L with the yeah. Kango. He had to deal with Kango and troop. Yep. Right. 
And then they had the Van Grax and all of that. Van Grax. Yeah, you remember that, don't you? Yeah. Don't you? Van Grax took you back. Lecoq, right? Sporty. But yeah. she got Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff and them started with the Lecoq Sportif. Because when they did when they did the brand new funk joint here in Philly, <laughs> that's what they had on. Yeah, right? And, 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 and they bigged up uh, K-Swift. They called right. it. Yeah. And everybody started rocking K-Swift. But see now yeah, when they had now see yeah. I'm gonna take you back when they did the when they did the uh, Lacoste Sportif, right? Remember that was mainly, you know, for those that could make it there when you went downtown. Philly Sportswear had that on lock because they were selling the, the uh, Lacoste Sportif sweatshirt with the Nike pants to match the, the joint, selling it as yeah. a unit. You yeah, know they, what I mean? playing, they stay playing unit. Yeah, so you know. You know, that's when, you know, that's when you went to Philly Sportswear and, you know, went to uh, City Blue. And that's when you had to be a, that's when you had to be a bad joint to work at either one of them joints. They still do now. Well, I didn't know they were still around. I, I, I can't, well, I can't, I, I, listen, man, I'm a family man now. I can't afford to shop at City Blue. I can't pay a hundred dollars. I can't pay $100 for some jeans that got rips in them. I can rip some jeans I got upstairs for that. Really? We we started that. We used to do it for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? You used to rip a pair of jeans. Now, see, I'm going to tell you how old school you really are. You remember when you was a young boy and you got a pair of jeans and you grew a little bit and your people had to let that hem out and you had that white line at the bottom? Yeah. See, <laughs> see that's old school. See, now... Now, now, what do they do with them? They step on them. They walk mm-hmm. on their jeans. See, it's a whole different thing. But, like, what you got to understand is I, I respect these parents that came up in the game. Yes, they do give their kids more than what they had, but they also teach them that you got to go out here and grind for your own. And, see, that's the difference. Now, like what you said with the, with the you know boy wearing the dress and the, and the daughter, and the bed and the dudes hanging around. Nah, see, I can't, I can't, I can't rock with that. But I'm a different parent. Okay, their way of parenting is different from mine. Right, and everybody's entitled to raise their child how they want to. I'm going to leave it at that, but it wouldn't have been mine. Right. Definitely. Because, see, I, and even if a, if a mama would have said, oh, yeah, that's fine, and I would have caught whims of it, or I'd have came in there, it would have been some furniture moving. It would have been a lot of upset, turned over stuff in there. But you got to understand, it's different parenting, Right. You know, to to the parents of nowadays, man, we got beat like slaves. You, you know what I mean? They said our parents beat us too much. But to me, it taught us structure. Right. Okay? Right. And that's why we're able to be the parents that we are, that we don't have to spank our kids as much because we laid the foundation down. Not saying that our parents didn't. But you learn, all right, listen, I'm going to teach them. I'm going to be strict on them from the gate 
so that they I don't have to go that far, but if I have to, I will. Our parents, they taught us how to be respectful, right, and not just to be respectful of them, to be respectful for ourselves, because when we acted a fool, that was embarrassing to them. Representation. Yeah. Right. So that's why we got beat. It wasn't so much of what we did. It's the fact that we did it where somebody could see us and they could report back to them. Now our parents feel ashamed. They're embarrassed because they said, I've raised you better than that. Right. So now I'm going to tie fire to you. And that's what it was about. But you couldn't tell us that when we was getting beat. We ain't see it that way. It's like this. You, I'm going to call. If I could have called the cops on you, I would have called the cops on you. We ain't know nothing about that hotline and all of that. And then if we did call somebody, by the time they got there, we might have been dead. You remember what your mama said? I brought you in this world. I take you out. I don't know about you, but I believe them. (laughs) I did, too. (laughs) All right. All right. I was scared. I thought she would kill me. My mom, she didn't beat me like that, but when she did, it was just like, oh, I know. I'm like, DJ, you know, tell you man. out there, bro. DJ, tell man, I don't know where he at, man. Hey, like, what you say? What you say? All right, so. You whoa, got... whoa, what? 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 <laughs> Listen, man, when I call <laughs> on you, you gotta respond, bro. You don't respond. I don't know you there, so I'm gonna go on to the next listener. You know what I mean, or the next host, because you're not well, you responding. Got, I, I, so I was listening to a run, and 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 Biggie runs a contribution to hip hop and his family. Wait a minute, say that again. What's your, contribu- what's, what's your opinion of the contra- contribution that Run brought to hip hop and his family? Run from Run DMC. Wow. Oh, he got through the white people. He made him fall in love with black people. He turned the page where that we could go across country. He brought a program to the future where people were trying to understand his family. Which is a great thing to do. I would. If you want to watch me, give you something to watch. At the same time, he was showing illustrations of what to do. He was trying to teach. Again, was it all him? Was he being told what to do? When you become a star, sometimes you're told what to do, how to do it. And when you want to do something, might be kind of light. Run DMC. Wow. That kind of thing. Because back in the day, they were tougher than leather. <laughs> and they did some things in New York that caught Philly's attention. So they grabbed Jam Master J which is unique, that everybody trying to be run DMC. Same look, 
Back in the day, everybody had Adidas. But I'm a Nike type of guy. But I wore some. But shell shop. Had to do it. It was motivated because you know why? They wasn't scared to be a leader. Are we scared to be leaders? Are we scared to be the new one DMC of the future? Are we just going to be followers for the rest of our lives? Run DMC had a large family, or did they? Some of them fell short, some of them evolved, some of them died. See, I say all these things because I say, yo, every time you talk, I look and say, what are we going to do? We talk about them, but what about our future? What about us? What about our children growing up to be? Better than Run DMC, better than all these other artists out here, but making sense at the same damn time. Very hard to do. It seems like nobody wants to do it, but there are some. Now, I have a witness, because Mr. On Point was there. There was a young lady that performed where Queen Amari was performing at, and she killed Sang and did poetry. In other words, she was teaching. And there were some more people that was, just, you know, killed it, especially Queen Amara. She already killed it. But when you actually make a song now, can y'all start to teach? Or y'all just want to act like whatever? Because if you look at the old school, they was trying to tell us something. They were trying to teach us. But sometimes they're not allowed to say too much because they might get cut. Problem is, we getting cut every day, and we don't even know it. I'm sorry I got to get real with y'all, but sometimes reality is a problem, and our kids is a problem. Some of them got knowledge, but when they got too much knowledge, they get cut, but they ain't got no sense. How they get cut? Peer pressure. How they get cut? Set up, how to get cut, rolled on, how to get cut, fear. Fear is what is the problem in this world as of right now. Because everybody's scared to do something. Especially the fathers. They either can do something or get locked up. If they do too much, you know the word we're saying, Freddie, you're doing too much. Well, how much is too much? If it's your child. I don't want to keep talking because somebody might say, oh, you know what? She'll make sense today. No, no, that makes sense. She'll make sense. No. Yeah, all right. All right. Um, Blacks, what I'm going to do, I'm going to play this because we running in the time to, to cut the show, but I'm going to play this artist, and then I'm going to play his son. Um, and I'm going to come back with you with your comment about this. Yeah, I mean, since we discussed it earlier. Wait, wait, and wait. Not, me. Then we come back. You come back. You come back to me. No, come back I'm coming me. back with Blacks Omega. Oh. Okay. And, um, and then I'll come in, you know, with, you know, the closing song. But 
right now. I'm going to get into this. Black, I need you to take hard, homie, on this one. Take hard on this one. He was a businessman. 
He was a businessman. He was a very good one in that. He was still a good businessman. He wasn't a hip-hop, but, you know, he was also a drug dealer. He was also a drug dealer down New Orleans. And he was, and he was, he he had a lot of businesses down there. I'm talking about diners, all type stuff. Yeah, he also laid the groundwork for getting them big bills with cell phone companies. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. So he he, it was, you talked to me about his contribution to because I heard his son's song and clearly he had an influence <laughs> on his son. Which <laughs> that's that's Bill, that's a whole. Listen, I ain't knocking it because, you know, he gave it to his son the way he didn't get it. And that's, that's like, another thing that we, we also got to realize. We, looking at these dudes, you know what I'm saying, that, yeah, they, they, the kids are getting a lot, but the reason why we're doing it is to give our kids more than what we can. Yeah, true, indeed, we want them to work for it, like my man said. But we want to give them more than what we have. You know what I'm saying? That's our almost our whole purpose of life on it. You know I'm saying it's to provide something for them that we didn't that we didn't get. So, you know, for him to give that to his son, you know, he's another dude like Ice Cube, I, I can I could say, yeah, you know, that's all salute. You know what I mean? For being a father, he is an influence to his son. He's there for his son. If you ask Romeo, who's your best friend, he could be like, My pop. And I'm sure Master P would say the same thing about Romeo. You know what I'm saying? That their bond, that's you know, that's bigger than any record that they can do, or, or how you know, however much money that you can pull on the deal or bags you can get on the deal. You know what I'm saying? That's worth more. You know, so you know his contribution to hip hop is, is very great, regardless of how you feel, good brother, Mister Controversy. But <laughs> I say it in your name, so I, I'm not even <laughs> mad at you, bro. <laughs> the way you feel. So we gonna leave that at that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but with his, he doing it right. He doing it right with his son. He doing it right. Doing it right. Definitely doing it. Well, right. you got it. Uh, I ain't gonna <laughs> go back and forth with you on that because you can. I, I know you can. I know you got the <laughs> cocker right now. Nah, man, I, my laugh is speaks for itself. And that, yeah, that I really know. <laughs> Black 
So I did record a song with my son. I'm on his hook. You know, he laid his verses. I just did the hook. And my daughter, who's coming up, I'm going to feature a, a verse or something on her, on one of her songs because I think that's also important. When you, not just to see them follow your footprint, but to do the song with them. It means a lot. Like when Gerald and Ellie DeVert did that song together. Oh, my gosh. It was it was it was crazy, man. It was it was heart drenching and 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 eye tearing and jerking like that. That's the key, man. So I wish they would have did a song with their children. You know what I mean? Maybe they did, and I just never heard it or something. I don't know, but I wish these artists would do songs with their children, not just guide their children. You know, just to be on a song with them. You know what I mean? It, it's amazing just to be. And a and a show with them, you know what I mean. On the show with them, it's, it's just like you know interacting with them at home, dancing and acting silly and stuff like that. You know, a father's presence is definitely felt, man, and should be felt. So, in honor of Father's Day week, man, this was two stories of hip hop with your 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 uh, on point host, Mister. I can't believe he said that, DJ Chill, myself, Mister. Controversy, aka Mister. On Point, and our special guest. Um, Black Omega, who was in the building tonight. And um, I'm going to go out on this song, man. Um, this is Nas, man. You know, we played him last night talking about, you know, uh, the father's presence, especially in daughters' lives. So, you know, that being said, um, Nas woke up the world in a lot of ways, but this one he woke up the youth for real. Thank you. 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.